Okay, hi everyone. Welcome to Living Business Podcast with Rachel and Sophie. Um, Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sophie's going to do the introduction today, so yeah, that's why, that's why I'm a bit scared. <laughs> this is a podcast for anyone who wants to listen to me and Rachel ramble on about our lives and our businesses and hopefully if you are looking to start a business or grow your business then you will find some tips some solace uh in hearing about our real life human stories uh, and experiences from running ours yeah and also if you just feel like you need a community we can be that for you we know we understand that being solo young female business owners can get a bit lonely and sometimes it feels like all of the struggles that you're going through are unique to you and yeah I hope that you can find some a sense of community in the things that we talk about as well yes here here so how's your week been Rach what have you been up to <sighs> well shall I start with personal or business or a blend of both blend of both whatever feels most exciting to say Okay. I feel like this week hasn't been so exciting. Um, I have been mostly stressing, which has been not a great use of my time. So we have a 300 hour yoga training coming up in Panama in April. And until very recently, Panama was on the no travel list uh, from the States. And I think from some European countries too, because mm. there was some political unrest there towards the end of last year. So we've been it's it's been difficult to get the space the spaces filled so far we have three people signed up and it starts in april so we still have some time but by the first of march i have to make a decision about if we postpone it or not so i'm kind of like going through these motions of like what can i do is it better to postpone it just all of these questions and yeah, I just have to keep reminding myself that it will all be fine, whatever happens, if we run it this year or if we run it next year, like it, it's all going to be fine. But yeah, this is just the insight into the back end of running a big event is like all these questions about who's going to come, how can I how can I reach out to the right people that want to come, like what kind of marketing strategies can we use and then just like taking care of yourself through that whole process because it can be really hard to separate yourself from it. Um, and I was super stressed the other day. I just woke up and I was just like, stress, stress, stress. And I went and I had some lunch with a friend and then I went for a swim in the sea and I got out of the sea and I felt so much better. And I was like, oh yeah, I have to also make sure that I'm making time to do things that I like and not mm. just things for my business as well. Yeah, massively. God, it's so hard because also with events, people in the majority of times will book closer to the time, right? Whereas you have to make a decision early enough about whether you're going to go ahead or whether you don't. And really, there is no like science or logic that you can make the decision based off. You just have to be like, okay, well, what do I want to do? And that can feel so scary because you're like okay well I don't run it and then you lose out in terms of revenue or you do run it and then there's a risk like there's there's risks both ways and I think that's the scary thing when running a business is you're just constantly taking risks and like you say without looking after yourself 
you that can it's like a really slippery slope then and you're like why on earth am I just why did I choose this life <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my god I ask myself that question quite often and and then of course there are moments where you're like oh yeah this is why I chose that life but there is also a lot of like oh my god are we gonna get the right people and even as I hear myself say it we always do you know we've never had to postpone uh, oh, well, that's not true. We postponed one because of the pandemic. But apart from that, we've never had to postpone a training. It's always the perfect group of people. It's always the perfect amount of people. Um, so I'm just trying to like look at the evidence rather than allow my mind to start spinning stories. And, you know, whatever happens, if it's this year or if it's next year, it's exactly what what is meant to happen. And how much have you been like focusing on the like you side of things when it comes to that decision and your connection with your spiritual practice when it comes to that decision? Or are you just focusing on like the the mind stuff? Mm, yeah, well, I think what I realized with this dip in the sea is that I need to physically put my body in different situations to help shift out of that mind space because otherwise I'm just playing like mental gymnastics with myself of like should I shouldn't I what can I do what should I be doing what could work blah 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 and actually there's no real way to think your way out of that like you're never going to get out of it just by thinking harder that's just actually going to make it worse but and I don't know if you resonate with this there is almost an addiction to like trying to solve the problem Mm. And so I can get really like addicted to that, like chewing on it, you know, and I have to, I have to put in a bit of effort to be like, okay, I'm going to go and for a swim, or I'm going to go and do a breath work, or I'm going to go and have a lunch with a friend, or I'm going to go for a hike or just like take myself out, physically take my body out of that situation. And then there's always more clarity. Yeah. Yeah. And the situation that you're trying to, like, you're problem solving, you can't solve this problem. You don't have enough data. Like, it's really, you need to be in, I think this is more of an intuition. Like, you really need to be connected with your intuition on this decision. And you know that you can trust your intuition. But are you creating space for that message to come through? And so that, because it's really like whether it feels right, you know, because you can't make a decision that you think is right if your body is out of alignment with it, you know, you really want to like have this experience of like, yes, this is the right decision in your body. And then your mind will just be like, yeah, cool. I know that that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. It's just such putting that into practice is so essential and can also be so difficult because it's so against our conditioning of like, you need to solve this. You need to fix it. You need to find a way to think about it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just the opposite, but it's so essential. Mm. Yeah, and it's funny, isn't it? Because your line of work is helping people to reconnect with their bodies and feel, you know, listen to the answers. And my line of work, I struggle to practice what I preach as well. And it's like this conditioned societal way of being is really like a lifelong practice of coming back to our bodies as our bodies and just ourselves as the biggest guru and the biggest leader of the way rather than all these other things that are telling us 
you know certain ways to do things well they do say that you teach what you need to learn the most right? mm. I don't know if I'm teaching or learning I don't feel like I'm doing either at the moment <laughs> I'm trying to do both and I feel like I'm doing neither I'm just in this little this little knot of just like I don't know <laughs> tell us about your week so my week well I've been traveling a lot recently um which leads me to feel quite ungrounded although it was a life that I chose I'm now ready to settle down and it's like the last few bits but anyway um yeah on the that topic of not practicing what I preach I think with the new year I've recently got into seasonal living and seasonal and cyclical business and the theory is that we we mimic nature with our seasons and so winter is time to rest reflect it's time for rejuvenation and really for not not for action and time for inspiration and ideas to drop in creating that space for these these creative ideas to drop in however the way that our calendar is set up with the new year starting in the middle of winter and this sort of um, culture of like new year, new me, what are your goals? What are you striving for? You know, it's actually such a, and I'm, I used to be and still do have that part of me, which is like, yeah, I love that side of things. Like I love planning and, and creating a vision board. And also there is this pressure to change, to put things in action, um, which I just am, really not feeling ready to do right now in my body like there are a few things in my mind which I'm confused about and confusion is can be a scary thing or it can be a nice thing because it's like well actually all of my options are open and everything is an option and really that can't be I can't be forced to make a decision whereas I feel like this sort of new year hit the ground running I'm I'm really trying to like resist but I feel like I'm getting washed away with it and so I've been feeling I've just been taking some extra hours and like I've been waking up later um yeah I've just been feeling a bit tired and a bit grouchy and a bit like questioning why I need to get up and you know who who's telling me that I need to get up and and work and do this and that's the bit that's the issue that I'm that I'm working through at the moment because it's what I teach but also can I practice that and it's also such a beautiful part of you too it's like the sacred rebel and I actually mm. think that's that part of you is actually maybe exactly why you do what you do mm. it's the part of you that is like no I'm not gonna do what everybody else says I should do and I'm gonna figure out my own way to do it and that that part needs to be cultivated I think in in many more people so that they can actually start to feel into what is right for them because yeah you're so right like if you're feeling tired like why should you get up in the morning like just get up an hour or two later and take that time to rest like we really can fall into internalized capitalism whereas like if I'm not doing something to reach my goals then time is wasted Mm. but nothing else in nature works like that yeah no yeah exactly and without also there's this like 
you know, new year, new me is like, well, the version of you on 31st of December is wrong. And like you, you know, by this time next year, you want to be a different person. You want to be better. And like, there is, yeah, merit to that. Of course, we are wanting to improve and achieve things in life. And also, I don't think there's enough celebration of who we are right now. And like, yeah, who I am right now is whole and complete. And like, you know, getting this or this or this is not going to make me feel any better. If we've got this constant need to achieve something new to feel validated in a, as ourselves then that's actually the issue so yeah there's that too and what an amazing radical idea like that actually is the medicine for internalized capitalism because capitalism is like you're not good enough as you are you need to produce more you need to achieve this you need to buy this you need to blah 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 and to say actually in this moment I am whole with everything that's going on in my life you know all of the things that you're working through you're still whole that's incredible medicine to decondition that part of us that's so attached to producing to feel worthy or becoming better to feel worthy because when does that end exactly there's literally a never-ending quest for you know this fulfillment and we are absolute miracles like the fact that we are here is a complete miracle and you me whoever's listening is so rare so unique it's like one in a infinity chance of being you with all your unique traits and it's like we just try to to fit in and do what everyone else is doing and jump on the trend or get X, Y and Z. And it's such a shame, really. That And I can feel myself, you know, being pulled towards that because of, I guess, social media and, you know, just living in society. And you see what people wear and you're like, oh, maybe I should be wearing that, maybe. And this constant comparison. So I'm actually thinking of... I do like to do an Instagram and social media like um, hiatus every once in a while and I'm feeling to do it quite soon. I haven't Mm. been posting much. I just don't feel, like I say, I'm sort of in this winter phase, but then I end up going on Instagram and it's like, who, what am I filling my mind with? I'm not filling my mind with my own creations and my own original ideas. This is the things that are being pushed to me. So yeah I'm gonna do a little Instagram and I mean I only really go on Instagram although I re-downloaded TikTok the other day just to just to fill down with the kids (laughs) (laughs) I'm so afraid of TikTok (laughs) I tried it for a minute a hot minute and then I was instantly like I I don't understand this this is learning a whole new skill I just don't have the time and energy for now no I died do you know what last year it might have been last year yeah or the year before I got TikTok and was like yeah I'm gonna become a TikToker and I created um I decided I was gonna do this series and I it was like (laughs) when I went on it and downloaded it yesterday there were still four videos up there and it was like day one of 30 day two of 30 day three of 30 and then it just stops and I'm like oh my god there is nothing uh, more clear like 
microcosm microcosm is that the no I don't think that that's the word like cross-section into me as a person than seeing day three out of 30 videos and it just stopping there I was literally cringing so hard and obviously the fact that I've not had TikTok for ages means that people go on TikTok they connect to their contacts and they're like oh Sophie KD and then they watch my three failed things of three followers and they're like okay yeah never mind <laughs> what, so what, what were you using likes like are you viral do you yet? know what do you know what well two of the audios were removed so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just me like really animated and talking but you can't hear anything and one of them did actually have good um good thing yeah I can't remember what I was uh, good likes but I was just cringing so hard but it's interesting because it's a past version of me. I actually think that was two years ago now. It's a past version of me that I'm like, all right, I was cringing, but I was like, wow, like you just, you barely put any planning into that. You just picked up the video, picked up the camera, spoke about things and like I come across really confident and it's just almost, you know, it's a little lesson of sometimes we think that we're not very good at things in the moment. And then you look back and you're like, you're doing that better than I would be able to do that now mm-hmm. yeah I think especially for our like generation because I see my niece who you know really well so is 17 and she just like vlogs herself all the time really? like, she, yeah she's always vlogging like I um she tried a ginger beer for the first time ever last time I was home and she vlogged herself like opening can you even say vlogged yourself is that how you say it <laughs> I don't know. Was it on TikTok? Was she recording herself for TikTok? I don't don't know if she posted it anywhere, but she set up her camera, started filming herself, trying the the ginger beer. And I was just like, wow, you're so brave. Like, I have to really build up to filming myself. So I think just kudos to you for even, you know, for three days actually filming yourself. It's tough. Yeah, that was 2021 me. I've now deleted them because I cringed so hard. And... (laughs) I don't know maybe maybe it's somewhere written in my future but not right now no and you know what as well I think with social media we you know we have quite a good following on Instagram for the yoga school but we don't get people that find us through Instagram like Mm. rarely maybe like two in everyone that has trained with us um the only the only reason that I'm even present on Instagram is so that when people look up the school they can see that it's real and they can see that we have been regularly posting but Mm. also if you think about who uses social media or like when I'm just on social media I'm just I'm not there to buy right I'm just like scrolling I'm just like looking for funny videos you know like to send to to my boyfriend like I'm just or my sister I'm just like scrolling down the feed Um, and that's what like 99% of people on social media are doing they're just scrolling and so is that really the kind of person that you I'm not asking this to you but just like a general question is this really the kind of person that you want to be calling into your business like for me I want I want community members like people that are going to be active in Mm -hmm. co-creating something with me it's so interesting you say this because I was thinking about it last night in the bath and I just thought social media keeps me from the real world and my real life and being out in nature and doing things that actually I want to do and it is you know it's a 
a place for people to go to switch off but in a way that can be good like a small percentage of the time when you're using it consciously but most of the time it's an unconscious place it's an addictive place for us to go and we just wait people waste their time there and I'm like well as a conscious business owner someone that teaches conscious marketing do I do I really fully agree with it like because at the end of the day all you're doing is just adding more content to keep people more engaged on a platform that's not designed for it's not got the best interest of the the user in mind all it is is you know, it's a money-making machine for the advertisers. And so, yeah, I do often question that myself. But like you say, you're, Patagonia, is it Patagonia that, that just came off of all um, social media? I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. You do kind of, you know, it's also a tool for us. Like, of course, we're, we want to be developing ourselves and being more conscious about the way we spend time and at the same time we're humans and it is a good way for us to stay in connection so I guess there's just like a we've got to really constantly come back to our relationship with it and Mm -hmm. are we using it as consciously as possible and promote it and like yeah as a business and as a just a a normal citizen Mm -hmm. doom scrolling and one day it could just all crash and be gone do you remember mm-hmm. that happened a couple of years ago where we didn't have like WhatsApp and Facebook and Instagram for a day? Do you remember that? Mm, probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. Probably that's probably in my memory somewhere. It's just not a not something that's at the front of the of the list. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was archives. a couple of years ago. I think it maybe was in 2021. Um, and there was a day when like the whole meta went down. And I remember thinking like, wow, you know, what is the quality of your life? Like if this was, to, if this was to be gone tomorrow and it, definitely that could a hundred percent happen. Like it could yeah. just be gone yeah. tomorrow. How full is your life without that? Like your actual real life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is wild. Like what would, what would we actually do without? And the thing is that is a complete and it is such a possibility like we don't control that I Mm. use Instagram as my personal photo album and like Mm. Facebook to check on and it's like we don't have any control over that whatsoever and Mm. so imagine if it did all go down how would we communicate we'd have to text people I can't remember the last time I texted someone (laughs) (laughs) or email them yeah to be fair email email I could get down with I actually I was considering (laughs) recently deleting everything off my phone except whatsapp (laughs) That's so interesting. Why? Because I just felt, I just feel like, you know, it's like if I want to answer to a question, I'll just whip out my phone and I'll just Google it. You know, I want to look something up, I'll whip out my phone, I'll just Google it. And I'm like, what am I, why do I need to do that all the time? Why do I have to have instant connection to the greatest web of knowledge in the known universe like all the time like is this really enriching my life if, it, if it's a really something I need to know I can just come to my laptop at some point in the day and look it up mm. um, that's so interesting that you do that because I'm the opposite type of person but I I like people like you I respect that because I'm just <laughs> like oh what's the answer to that question and I'm like I guess I will never know that and like <laughs> I, I have I have the 
answers to it all at my fingertips, but I'm like, nope, I will never know that. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to live in that anxiety. I mean, like, I must know what kind of bird that is. <laughs> <laughs> I just commit to being stupid. <laughs> but I don't actually think it's stupid. I think I, I, I appreciate it I want to cultivate more of that like we were talking about miracles right like Mm. you know if I see a bird I don't have to google the bird and know about like its feeding habits and its migration (laughs) habits I don't have to actually do this yeah I do well I'm yes yeah I do (laughs) (laughs) what was the last thing that you googled should I read out the last thing that I googled read out your search history I'm a bit afraid, actually. (laughs) God, how do I even find it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So the last thing I Googled was breath, body, earth, which is... Okay. (laughs) You could probably just type your actual email, your actual website in. (laughs) I could. Um, Then it was how to make sauerkraut. Nice. And it was the greater than sign because I couldn't remember which way it went. <laughs> then it was neem trees because I really wanted to know more What's about What's a neem them. tree? It's a tree that grows out here in, it's not just in the Caribbean, it's in the tropics, but I think more near like coastal town. And um, we have a lot of them here on the island and the leaf is anti-parasite. Oh, so cool. Googling about the, the properties and stuff in that. Um, 132 pounds in kilograms and <laughs> um, <laughs> The Sims 5 <laughs> That's so good That's, Okay, okay, I can see where you're like Oh, neem tree I don't think, like, uh, in, in contrast Mine is Nice Vibe Coffee Shop hmm. And it's basically just Just random just just trying to find places i'm not very information sort of i'm not one of those people who try to seek out loads of information and get really clued up on something i'm just like well i'll just yeah it's it's definitely not i don't think it's coming from a place of wanting to be clued up i think i'm just an information gatherer Mm. like you you know this about me like spewing facts is like my number one thing that I do and Andres my boyfriend is also an information gatherer so if we go out to dinner or something a lot of it a lot of dinner is us like watching look like something interesting and like reading off cool facts about it that's better than what I thought you were going to say which is when we go to dinner it's just like hey did you know and then you do your fact and then he's like hey did you know and it's just did you know it's back and forth well one of us will be like hey did you know and then we'll like whip out a phone and be like let's google this and we'll go in and yeah just learn all the things about it but but I want to stop doing that because I think it's taking me away from appreciating like the neem tree, right? I can mm. just, I don't have to know the name of the tree. I don't have to know what it does or if you can eat the leaves or if you can eat the fruit. I don't have to know any of that to be humbled by that tree. Yeah. And there's such beauty in like, if you didn't have the internet and you didn't want to, and you wanted to find out about it, ask someone like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, those small micro communications 
mm-hmm. are just we we don't need them anymore because we google things so often like when i was in um amsterdam on the weekend and we ate somewhere and then we were going to the grocery shop and it was like so easy for me to just google the grocery shop but i just asked the guy where it was and i was like i can't remember the last time i just asked someone ask someone something that's technically seen as like a lazy question now because it's like just get your phone out and google it but then it's like it's nice to just you know the whole thing with social media is that it's a network and that it creates connection but also it means that we're sort of opting out of connection because we're so real connection with human beings because we are so hyper connected mm-hmm. yeah and I think actually I would love to like bust this myth right now because I feel like when you get into business one of the things that they tell you that you need is a social media and mm. actually the women that I look up to the most in business none of them have social media or if they do they post like one image a year of like their cat you know Mm. and they're always booked out everything comes through word of mouth like they're just in full trust that they don't need to go shouting about what they're doing to get validation the people are coming because they're so in their authenticity Mm -hmm. you know people were doing business for a long 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 time before we had social media yeah yeah because then it then it all just comes down to the quality of your actual service rather mm-hmm. than the quality of your marketing. Like look at Fire Festival. <laughs> Do you remember that Netflix yeah. show ages ago? It was like their marketing was so good that it's just like, you know, someone can market really well but their service actually not be great and vice versa. And at the end of the day it all comes down to what you're actually offering and the, your clients, your customers, how they feel with you. That's the best form of marketing that you can have really, isn't it? And like promoting that. Yeah. And just also, I think feeling into what your community needs and giving your community what it needs. Like on the Island right now, I'm running a teacher training here and we do it. We're doing it every Sunday. And it's so nice because it's it's like a low price point, super low compared to like the immersion trainings. And I wasn't sure if I was going to do it again this year or not. And I put out some feelers and I was like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And so many people were like really interested in it. Mm-hmm. And these are people that would never go to a three or four week immersion training. You know, there's like mm-hmm. a woman in her 70s, like there's people with like, there's a few women a couple of women in their 60s actually and just different bodies and different cultures and different just so many different people all coming together to learn from each other and I feel like it's actually doing such a service for the community Mm. because it's brought everyone together in a room to you know move breathe talk about life um people that would never have had that experience by going off and paying thousands of dollars or thousands of pounds to go and do it in Bali or in Thailand or whatever. Yeah. And that is the beauty of being actually connected as a human to your community, because you can feel what it is that they need rather than from a mind oriented and disconnected from the community point of view. Like I'll create this because this is what it will give me. It's like, Oh, you're listening to what the requirements are of the people around you and then you can create something to that and whereas often I think businesses will 
be out of connection with their community and use the mind to think of ways that they can create things for you know who wants what and it's like actually if we just remove that layer completely connect with our community and people that just yeah real human connection then things evolve from that and they're yeah. the, they're the things that will be successful for you yeah people too often ask what can i get from this rather than what can i give mm. and if you're if you're giving you will always receive like there i truly believe there is no other way like if you give you will always receive mhm yeah love that so what's been the best thing to happen in the last week in your biz oh well this training that i'm running here we had our session on sunday it was our second session and i just love it like mm. it's just such a highlight of my week because it's people that i see every day as well and they're given the opportunity to connect with each other in a different way and the conversations are just yeah so beautiful and so alive and i'm i'm loving that Wow. How many people do you have in it? 15. Four wow. of them are retaking it from last year. Like they wanted really? to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a good mix of all different ages. I think the youngest is like 23 and the oldest is 70. Wow. Um, from, all, from all over the world, like people from the island, people from the mainland, from the States, from Canada, from Europe, like mm. everywhere. So it's, it's, it's awesome. I love it. That is amazing. Thanks. Mm. And tell me about your your best biz moment this week. <laughs> well, your BBM. Wait. I've been <laughs> best biz my, moment. <laughs> my BlackBerry Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> um, my best biz moment. This kind of shows how much I've just been atting myself about like my lack of connection to my actual community because my best biz moment has been creating systems within my notion. And I have been loving trying to sort of revamp how I work via Notion, which is the project management tool. And my aim is to wake up or when I start work, I have my Notion sort of laid out with the bits that I need to do and it automatically populates. So current me, present me can make a plan for future me so that future me doesn't have to think on her feet. And like, you know, there's so many de decisions that you have to make in a business. Like, what should I start working on first? Or how do I do X, Y, and Z? Whereas if I can put my yearly goals, quarterly goals, monthly goals, and have them all feed into what I need to be doing each week um, and each day, my aim is that that will just make coming to my laptop, coming to work so much more, I will just feel more held rather than me coming to the laptop and being like right how do I create my reality today <laughs> like and how do I reach my dreams for future Sophie like it's just so overwhelming at times and so my my mission in the last couple of weeks has been like what is the dream what is the vision break that down put it into notion so that each day I can come because I have I mean I've, I've only just sort of this is a theory but I have a really bad memory and is the I theory that you have a bad memory because I can no. confirm okay <laughs> no that's a fact um but what I what I I, I mean I, I don't know whether it sounds ridiculous but I seem to 
start with an intention like at the beginning of a month and then I will sort of lose focus a little bit and I'll get distracted and I'll almost create another intention and I'll forget what my intention was and so I want to make it really easy for me to just see that intention and be like this is my direction this is my direction and I think when you're a business owner and you are the boss and you are the visionary and the leader whilst you're also the follower it's really important to make sure that that's always really clear because when you're employed it's like okay well you know there's there's so many people managing that for you that you can just turn up work on the projects and move forward and so that's what I've been doing and it's I love it because it's just really like it's organizational and um that's probably been the best bit of my business this week (laughs) (laughs) I love that I used to write down because I also went through this like forgetting my intention like setting like (laughs) really beautiful intention and being like yes this is the one and then like a few days later being like what was my intention again Mm. so I would I would write it down every day I haven't been I haven't done that for maybe a year now but I used to write it down every single day so that I was creating it like physically and like remembering it as well but I love I love the way that your brain works because I'm so the other, I run my, my business so the other way and I need a bit more of that. Like I literally do wake up every morning and I'm like, so how do I create my, rea- my reality today? Like what is it that I'm going to do with my day? And I definitely could use a bit more of like goal setting and planning and that, that structure within which you can flow. Mm, yeah, I think that's the key, isn't it? Like giving yourself the structure and then also giving yourself space within that because mm-hmm. I've come from a I guess a overly structured background where there is no flexibility to move and then I've almost gone the other way where it's like I'm completely flexible and completely flowy and now I'm like actually that's not serving me because I because of that reason I'm sort of I lose connection with what it is that I'm working towards um but yeah I'm interested that I that you wake up every day and are like, what, you know, how do I, what do I do today? Because how do you, what, like, how do you feel what it is that you want to work towards? You know, do you wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I know how I want to feel today. Or do you wake up in the morning like, oh, today is another day and just whatever happens, happens. Um, I, th- I think there's like a little bit of both in that. I think it's like, you know, I wake up and I see how I'm feeling. I have my morning practice that I'm really dedicated to right now, which is always such a good way to just check in before I do anything and see how I'm feeling, where I'm at in my monthly cycle, what what needs to be done. That's always like the first question. And actually mm. recently I have been, because I've got quite a few projects on the go right now, I'm dividing it into days. So Mm. I'll wake up and I'll be like, okay, today I'm going to work on this project. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow I'll work on the other project. Um, And I, every time I think of something that needs to be done, I have like a, I have an app called Tick Tick and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like a to-do list. And I just write it down because if I try and hold on to it and remember it, it's going to be gone forever. If I write mm-hmm. it down physically, I'm going to close my journal and never open that page ever again. So I have my app Tick Tick. Every time I think of something I need to do, I just put it down in the app and then I let it go. And then I'll sit down at my desk 
Like if I'm working that day at some point in that day, I'll sit down at my desk and I'll open the app and I'll just start going through the things that need to be done. Interesting. So do you, um, that's really good that you just work through that one list and how do you decide what things you'll do and what things you won't do? It really depends how I'm feeling. So the other day I built the web page for our retreat because I had so much creative energy. And I was mm. like, okay, this is the day that I can sit down for like two, three hours and play with like graphics and colors and, you know, design and writing the copy and things like that. Whereas other days when I'm not, when I don't feel that creative energy, then I do like admin stuff, like mm-hmm. sort out receipts for taxes and send invoices to people and stuff that I don't want to waste my create my creativity my creative energy on when yeah. I have it yeah love that my light is just flickering or I don't know whether that's just my eyes getting tired <laughs> <laughs> um so do you ever have things that are just not uh that will just not get ticked off that just sit there for ages sometimes things do sit there for ages and then I have to have like a little word with myself of like okay things yeah and normally it is stuff related to finances but that's that's because and we'll I'm sure we will do a whole episode on this but like money beliefs and Mm. uh, fears that come up around money so a lot of financial stuff gets left until the very last minute Mm. Um, and then I'm like come on just sit down but I am now starting to get in the practice of just doing it like just getting it done it normally only takes like three minutes but because of belief patterns and stories and things I put it off for absolutely ages Mm. do you know one thing I added to my notion to do list is um time forecast and it's like less than 25 minutes 30 minutes to an hour an hour to two or like you know two plus Mm. And I find it really helps motivate me because if it's less than 25 minutes, I'm like, well, what am I waiting for? Like that will just be done so quickly. Whereas when it's something without that, I'm like, oh, that's it. I can I can get quite overwhelmed with long to do lists. Whereas if I see that, I'm like, oh, OK, nice. I can almost like choose a few, see how they plan into my day. And I'm like, OK, see, I've got my little I've got my, my plan now for the day. Mm, I love that. That's, that's a really great idea. And, and I think also as well, like what's really important to me is that I also have time for spontaneity. Yeah. Like, you know, if someone messages me and is like, do you want to go for a snorkel? I would really love to be able to say, yeah, mm-hmm. like, let's go, you know, rather than be stuck um, and have to say no. So I, I love to make sure that I have space. And there are some things in my week that are like non-negotiable that are for me to help so I don't get fully sucked in because I can work for hours, you know, I can, I can sit at my laptop for like eight hours a day and just like be in it. And then at the end of the day, I feel really tired and just not well within myself. So every week I make sure I go to one pottery class. I make sure I get in the ocean for like a good swim, like a good snorkel or free diving at least once. And I hike the hill behind my house a few Mm. times as well. And those are like, non-negotiable things like they're as important as the workload I love that a few Mm -hmm. things actually because the way that we work is completely unique to all of us like there's no point in and this comes back to you know we are our own biggest gurus and there's no 
point listening to someone say do this one way because it might not be the way that you work but a couple of things that I think can help people create their own versions of that is one like values like you mentioned there like spontaneity is an important value of yours so it's when that comes up questioning oh okay well is this aligned with my spontaneity value or is it maybe you have different values for different weeks or something if you really need to get something done it's like okay my value here is committing to myself and completing this and then it comes up and you're like oh I'm not sure and also what can support you like how do you support yourself and that again I've also tried to like put into my um into my work to-do list is like meditate and daily movement Mm. like put that into my work to do because there's no way not there's no way but if I do those things I turn up better for myself at work like if you do those things that are for you that are not work related you are a better person at your you know at running your business and equally if I meditate and if I move daily so like what are people's non-negotiables that help them be the best version they can be so that they can run a business the best they can yeah and I cannot stress enough how important it is to do things for you Mm. especially as women and we've been so deeply ingrained conditioned by the culture that we do that our lives are for someone else that we do everything for someone else and so at first it can be really really hard like my therapist gave me this um practice to do a few weeks ago which was twice a day asking myself what can I do right now that would please me and it was such an eye-opening practice because I realized one that I never asked myself that question like I'm never I rarely ever focus on what I could do that would please me and two I realized that what I do is if I'm not needed by someone like if I'm not working or you know my partner doesn't need me or a friend doesn't need me I procrastinate hardcore like I'll scroll or I'll binge on Netflix or I'll do something and it's almost as if I was a character in a video game but not the main character like a side character you know and so when the focus is you know you're playing the game with the main character the little side character is just fumbling around doing nothing (laughs) walking into the wall (laughs) yeah yeah, literally that's literally what I was doing and I realized I was like oh my god you know when I found myself starting to procrastinate I would ask myself what can I do that would please me and it's always a hundred percent of the time has been something really wholesome like Mm. read my book or play my guitar or go for a swim or go for a walk or connect with a friend and it's like wow, I never even, I I couldn't even acknowledge those needs because of the conditioning. And I I question how many other women also do this. Yeah, so many. And like even the word you use is like, you procrastinate hardcore, but procrastinate is when you have something to do, you know, but you almost don't even have something to do yourself. And so your default is just like, well, let me just kill time until I'm next needed. Yeah. Yeah, I think pleasure and finding joy. And it's like, that is success. You know, what what do you want to build your business and your life and be all successful for? So that you can have a beautiful life and enjoy the pleasures that things offer you. And it's like, when we're actually offered that in the moment, it's like, no, actually, I need to be grinding and doing something else rather than being open to 
bringing in the elements of your successful life like right here right now yes Mm. I feel like that's a mic drop I feel like we can just actually wrap up there (laughs) (laughs) okay sounds like Rachel doesn't want to hear anything more from me (laughs) no I I agree I agree no I just feel like I want people to really I want that to land in in people's hearts and we've been going for a while and I don't want people to like drop off Mm. and not hear that yeah so if you have any questions or any stories or anything at all about being running a business being a human in business an alternative way to do business that is not obsessed with hustling and grinding and doing rather than being then you can email livingbusinesspod at gmail.com and then maybe if we get one we'll answer it We love to hear from you. And if there's any questions or anything that you want to hear us chat about, or even if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you know, if you're a woman who's running her own business and going against the grain, then we'd love to have you on and to hear from you. Yes. Amazing. Wow. Thanks, gang. Thank you. Love you. Bye. See you next week. Love you. Bye.